Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Just had the playing of the national anthem. That means uh, we're just about ready for baseball here at Reckling Park on the campus of Rice University in Houston, Texas. Site of the Conference USA postseason tournament. Now in its uh, fourth day. Tournament started on Wednesday. Raiders won their opening game over UTSA 5-1. Came back uh, Thursday with a 7-6 win over Louisiana Tech and got the day off yesterday. Uh, they did have an early practice. Uh, we had an 8-15 practice yesterday morning here on the uh, turf at Reckling Park. Kind of getting the guys ready for the early wake-up call and uh, set to go with a 9 o'clock first pitch. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Blue Raider Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. 78 degrees at game time here at 9 o'clock in the morning in Houston. Clear skies, a little bit hazy. Wind out of the east-northeast at 4. Very little breeze right now. It's going to get up in the uh, upper 80s later on today, as it did yesterday, almost uh, reaching 90 degrees here in Houston. But the weather's been great for the tournament. This is an all-turf field, as we told you. The uh, brown part of the infield is uh, what would be dirt, pitcher's mound, batter's box, base paths, and the rest is green. It's the uh, it's the turf with the little rubber pellets in there. So when the ball hits the turf, you can see those those pellets pop up. And so far, uh, everybody seems to like the field. It's brand new. It was installed after last season here at Rice. They had been all grass up until then. They also moved the fences in a little bit here, and uh, so it's a pretty hitter-friendly ballpark. It's 320 down the left field line, 320 down the right field line, had been 335. So they moved him in 15 feet. Here's JT Mabry to lead it off. First pitch of the game almost hit him. Up high and inside, went all the way to the backstop. And that is ball one to Mabry, and we're underway at 9.02 here in Houston. JT hitting 330, stands in from the right side, and the next pitch in for a strike. One ball and one strike. Mabry's two out of eight in the tournament. Pitcher is Miles Langhorn. Give you some numbers on him in a minute. Pitch fouled out of play to the right. Count will go to one and two. Langhorn making his sixth start, <clears throat> 12th appearance, has a one and two, one lost record. Pitch to Mabry is check swing and is outside. Two balls, two strikes. Earned run average of 6.55, 22 innings pitched. He's given up 22 hits, 16 earned runs, has allowed three home runs. The pitch to Mabry is swung out and miss. Went for a low outside pitch, didn't get it, and that is out number one here in the first inning. Langhorn uh, in 22 innings has walked 16, struck out 21. Opponents hitting 253 off his offerings. Here's Brett Coker, the shortstop. 
That's from the right side. Raiders leading hitter at 349. Langhorn with the pitch. Swung on, grounded hard to third. Up with it. And across the third baseman Stallman for the put out third to first. Two up, two down in the first inning. In each of the two previous games, the Raiders have uh, been the visiting team, of course, because of being the lower seed. They have scored in the first inning. We talked about that with Jeremiah Boyd before the game. And uh, right now with two outs and the bases empty, Jeremiah's going to have to do something if we're going to score here. The pitch is high for ball one. Boyd hitting 295 on the season. Raiders uh, leading home run hitter with 12. And also the leading RBI producer with 45. Swung on a high fly ball, but shallow in left field. Left fielder coming in. And that is Jackson. He'll make the catch for out number three. And the Raiders go up and down in order in their half of the first inning. No runs, no hits, and nothing across. We'll go to the bottom of the first. Middle Tennessee nothing. Charlotte coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Blue Raiders are winners in the classroom, on the field, and the courts. Richard Lewis here. I want you to win in real estate also. Buying, selling, auction here in Tennessee or along the Gulf Coast to second home or investing. Give me a call to help start that winning process. 615-319-9981. Oh, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Richard Lewis, Exit Realty, Bob Lamont Associates. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Go to the bottom of the first inning in a scoreless game for Charlotte. The 49ers coming in at 30 and 26 on the season. They finished Conference USA with a record of 17 and 12. They had one game postponed, and uh, they are the number three seed in the tournament. Right-hander James Sells making his first start of the season. Sells a sophomore from Winchester, six and four, with a 4.55 earned run average, 61 in the third innings. He's allowed 78 hits, 31 earned runs, has given up 10 home runs, 17 walks, 51 strikeouts. Opponents hitting 313 off Sells, and James. Uh, with six saves also on the season, our primary closer, but due to the uh, shortage of pitching that uh, the Raiders have experienced all season, he is forced into a starting role today and we'll uh, see if he can hold this team at bay. Don't expect him to be in there very long. I expect we'll see a lot of pitching changes today, almost like a bullpen day for the Blue Raiders, but uh, Coach Jerry Myers has has managed his pitching very well in this series. And the Raiders one went away from playing for the championship. So let's see what happens today. Sells will face 
Jackson, Dragum, and Fisher here in the first inning. Blake Jackson, the left fielder, a left-handed hitter, looks at the first pitch just a bit outside, ball one. Jackson, a 272 hitter on the season, and in the three games they've played here in the tournament, he is five out of 14. There's a strike call, and it's one and one. Raiders went down one, two, three in their half of the first inning. First time they failed to score in the first inning in the tournament. Strike two called, and it's one and two. Jennings and Coker on the left side of the infield, Mabry and Wright on the right side. Here's the one-two pitch, and it is low and inside. Two balls, two strikes. Galloway, Benson, and Snyder in the outfield. Snyder playing fairly deep in right field. Benson, Galloway, it's about straight away in the other outfield spots. The pitch, swing, and a foul tip. And Rudder couldn't hang on. Thought we had a strike out there. Count remains two and two. Zells will pitch out of the stretch. And the 2-2 offering is swung on and drilled foul down the left side. A lot of foul ground here, particularly uh, behind home plate and from the dugouts to the baselines. A lot of foul ground, which uh, vanishes quickly as you go down the, uh, the foul lines. Pitches high, ball three. The retaining fence that separates the playing area from the bullpens and uh, the rest of the uh, configuration here uh, juts out. And a little tap to the right side, that's gonna be a foul ball. Count remains three and two. So when you get down to the uh, corners where the bullpens are, uh, there's only about three, maybe four feet of uh, foul ground. And it's going to be very difficult to tell whether the ball's fair or foul. Can't see those corners from where we are, but the uh, we do have four umpires, so they have an umpire down each foul line. Another 3-2 pitch coming, and it's inside ball four. So Jackson draws a leadoff walk here in the first inning. Sells not accustomed to walking people. He had... Walked only 17 in 61 innings. In fact, he had the most innings pitched by any Blue Rider pitcher other than uh, Jaden Ham. 61 and a third coming in. He did throw yesterday. I'm sorry, day before yesterday. Went an inning and two thirds. Gave up no runs on four hits. There's a strike on the outside corner, nothing and one to Jack Dragum, the shortstop. 281 hitter, seven home runs here in the tournament. He is four out of 14. That's from the right side. Runner at first, nobody out. Pitch is swung on and hit to left field. Galloway going back near the wall. That one is gone. 
Drag him with a two-run homer near the flagpoles in left center field. That's about where the Lee Victory Wall of Champions would be at uh, Reese Smith Field, but that is a two-run home run for Dragum, and it is his eighth of the season. Charlotte out to an early two-to-nothing lead, and this will bring up Cam Fisher. He's the conference home run leader. Left-handed batter takes the strike, nothing and one. Fisher hitting 338, 28 home runs. He's had four home runs in three games in this tournament. Strike two call, nothing and two. In the series in Charlotte, he was four out of 11 with two home runs. He is a native of Knoxville, Tennessee. The pitch, check swing, did he go? They say no. Count will be one and two. Two to nothing, Charlotte leading. We're in the bottom of the first inning. Sells with the one-two pitch outside, two and two. Jake Cunningham waiting to hit next. Mabry playing out in shallow right field to this left-handed hitter as the pitch comes inside for ball three. Three balls, two strikes. Snyder playing at the edge of the warning track in right field. Benson swung over into right center. And a 3-2 pitch coming, low, ball four. Second walk in the inning. The first walk cost him as Jackson scored behind a home run by Dragum. So now runner at first, nobody out, and the batter is Jake Cunningham, the center fielder. And Coach Jerry Myers wants to come out and talk with his pitcher. So Sells has struggled here in the first inning. He almost had Jackson on a strikeout, the leadoff batter, on a foul tip. But uh, it was not held, and Dragum eventually walked and scored in front of, I'm sorry, Jackson eventually walked and scored in front of Dragum's home run. Raiders in their camo tops for the third straight game, gray pants, blue caps. Charlotte, green tops, white pants, and two-tone green and gold caps, gold bill with their logo in gold. So here's Cunningham, four out of 14 here in the tournament with a home run. He also had a home run against the Raiders in Charlotte. Big, strong, right-handed batter. Sells pitch right in there for a call strike. Nothing and one. James has walked a couple here on 3-2 counts in the first inning. And the pitch coming in and a little bouncer back to the pitcher's mound. Uh, tossed to first for the out. Might have had a chance to go to second, but that was hit to the first base side of the mound and his momentum was carrying them, 
carrying him that way, he elected to take the sure out. So Cunningham retired for out number one, and Fisher moves up to second. The batter is Brandon Stallman, the third baseman. 254 hitter, 284 hitter on the season with seven home runs. Bats from the left side. Sells checks the runner at second. The pitch is inside for ball one. Stallman, 6'4", 200 pounds. He's big for a third baseman out of Union, Missouri. One ball pitch is fouled off to the left and out of play, one and one. Glad to have you folks with us wherever you might be with a little baseball along with your breakfast this morning. Hope everybody's had their coffee and bright-eyed, ready to go for the day. One and one the count. Swung on line drive, base hit. That's going to be trouble. Down in the corner. That'll produce another run as the throw comes in. Stallman into second with a double. And Charlotte out to a three to nothing lead here in the first inning. That ball was drilled over DJ Wright's head, rolled down into the corner in right field. No way the Raiders were going to be able to prevent that run from scoring. So a double for Stallman and a run batted in. That is hit number two off Sells and both run number three. Both players that he has walked in the first inning have come around to score. One out runner at second. Will Butcher, the batter, took strike one and swings through this next pitch, and it's 0-2. Butcher, the designated hitter. He's a junior, bets from the right side, and swings and misses strike three. Sells gets him on three pitches. That is out number two, first strikeout for James. The batter is Caden Hobson, the catcher. He'll stand in there from the left side. Four left-handed batters in their starting lineup. Hobson, one of them. 252 on the season, seven home runs. Check of the runner and the pitch. Ground ball. Oh, a nice stop by D.J. Wright. Tosses to the pitcher covering, and that is out number three. D.J. saved a run there as that ball was headed down the line. Dove toward the line, stopped it, and James Sells right there to take the throw at first base to end the inning. Three to one put out, and that is all in the first, but the 49ers come up with three runs on two hits and one man left. We've completed one full inning. Charlotte three, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Is that the sound of an ooey gooey cheesy crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously, but as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. 
Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. We'll go to the second inning. The Raiders trailing three to nothing. We'll have the four, five, six hitters coming in against the right-hander Miles Langhorn. Pitch to one, two, three, top of the first inning. D.J. Wright will lead it off for the Raiders. D.J. Match from the right side. He's hitting 278. And in the two games in the tournament, Wright three out of eight. Had a home run in the first game. Hits this one high in the air down the right field line. First baseman back. Right fielder coming on. Makes a running catch. It's a nice play by the right fielder Fisher running toward the foul line and caught the ball just fair before his momentum carried him into foul ground. So that is out number one here in the Left second inning. 16, Jackson Galloway. Jackson Galloway will step in. Looking for his first hit in the tournament. He's 0 for 8. Jackson, 250 on the season. Couple of home runs. Takes the first pitch for a strike. Nothing in one. The pitcher, Langhorn, pitched a little bit in their first game against Louisiana Tech. There's a swinging strike, and it is... Two strikes. And the next offering is swung on and missed. Galloway up and down on three pitches. Two up, two down in the second inning. And the batter is the catcher, Briggs Rudder. So Langhorn has retired the first five Blue Raiders. Pitched in relief in that uh, three-game series earlier in Charlotte. Rudder swings and misses at the first pitch, nothing and one. This pitch low and into the turf, one ball and one strike. Langhorn goes for a little rosin. Big scoreboard in right center, about the same spot it is at home. And the 1-1 pitch, swung on, hit into left center field and deep. Cunningham, the center fielder back, looks up, and that ball is gone. Briggs Rudder drives it out just to the left of the batter's eye in left center field. And that is his second home run of the tournament and only his fourth of the season. And the Raiders are on the board here in the second inning. Rudder with a solo shot to deep center field. 
Third baseman, number eight, Gabe So it is now a three to one game. First hit, first run off Langhorn. Here's Gabe Jennings, the third baseman. Jennings takes the pitch high for ball one. Gabe, two out of six here in the tournament. Both hits came in the opening win over San Antonio. Pitch to the plate, high and away, ball two. Langhorn steps back, takes a little stroll. Comes back to the rubber. Right foot on the first base side of the rubber, delivers. Inside, ball three. 3-0 to Jennings. Solo home run by Briggs Rudder has the Raiders on the board here. In inning number two, it's 3-1 Charlotte. The pitch, high ball four, and he walked him on four pitches. Sometimes a home run can do that to a pitcher. Now the catcher Hobson out to the mound to have a word with this pitcher as Eston Snyder will come to the plate. Snyder, the sophomore from Franklin, right fielder for the Raiders, uh, actually has uh, had the best series with the bat of any of the starters. He's four out of eight in the two games. So two hits in each game as the Raiders won their first two. So a runner at first, Snyder will represent the tying run as he steps to the plate here in the second inning. Had three home runs on the season, 282 batting average. Runner at first, two outs. Langhorn pitching out of the stretch for the first time, delivers high, ball one. Crowd still coming in here. The home team, Rice, was eliminated yesterday, so they lost a few uh, paid admissions there. Pitch outside, ball two, two and oh. Luke Vinson waiting uh, and hoping to have a chance to hit in this inning. He's in the on-deck position. Two balls, no strikes to Snyder. Langhorn peaks at first base, comes set, and delivers a strike at the letters, two and one. Both teams have some fans here. Charlottes are off to our left behind their dugout, which is down the third base side. And the pitch to the plate. Check swing and a strike call. Two and two. Raider fans off to our right. Just about everybody under the cover of the grandstand to stay out of the sun. It's, it's just 78 degrees at game time, but it's going to get hotter than that. Runner goes and a swing foul down the third base side. The count holds at two and two. Jennings was off with the pitch. He'll return to first base. Kevin Nichols coaching at third. Mark Delugia is the first base coach for the Raiders.
Two balls, two strikes to Snyder. Runner not going this time, and it's ball three. So Jennings will be running on the next pitch, three and two with two outs. To Eston Snyder. Langhorn, the right-hander, comes set. Runner goes. Swung on, driven into left center field. That ball is going to get down. Here comes Jennings. He's going to score. Snyder's rounding second on his way to third, and no throw. That is a triple, and a run batted in, and it's a 3-2 game. Snyder hit it in the perfect spot. Left center field. It went all the way to the wall. Out there about 395. And Snyder head first into third, but no throw. That's his second triple of the season. His 29th run batted in, and it's a 3-2 game. And the tying run at third with two outs. Here's Luke Benson. Langhorn comes set, and the pitch. Blowing inside, ball one. Hit number two, run number two off the starter, Langhorn. Right-hander comes set, and the pitch. Swung on, fly ball, foul down the left side, and it's one and one to Vincent. Snyder at third. Vincent a threat to bunt at any time. Their third baseman, even with the bag, had been in on the first pitch. Strike on the outside corner, one and two. That'll pretty much take the bunt off. Outfield not too deep for Luke. Here's the one, two. Bit high, ball two. Two and two. JT Mabry on deck for the Raiders. Charlotte leading three to two. We're in the top of the second inning. Langhorn, the 2-2 pitch, high, ball three. Second straight batter, he's had the full count on. Three balls, two strikes. Snyder at third. Two outs, the pitch. Swing and a miss, struck him out swinging on a high fastball. That is all in the second, but the Raiders come up with two runs on two hits. Home run by Rudder, triple by Snyder. And one man left will go to the bottom of the second inning. Charlotte three, Middle Tennessee two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders. 
Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. I'd like to thank all of our sponsors for being with us this season, including the law offices of John Day, Murfreesboro's personal injury law firm, and a proud sponsor of the Blue Raiders. Bottom of the second inning for Charlotte. Austin Knight, their second baseman, leads off. Right-handed batter drills one foul down the left side. Strike one. Knight, a 240 hitter with 11 home runs. This is a powerful Charlotte team. 90 home runs for them on the season in their previous 56 games. And one already here today. Knight takes it inside for ball one. One and one. Knight, Nolan, and then back to the top of the order, Jackson. One ball, one strike. Sells with the pitch. Swung on, hit high in the air. That's into straightaway left field. In fact, Galloway coming in a few steps to make the catch for out number one here in the second inning. We mentioned earlier they did move the fences in here when they put the turf down. So instead of uh, 335 down each line, it's now 320 to left and 320 to right. And instead of uh, 400 feet, it's now 390 to straightaway center. Line drive to short. Coker gloves it. And Nolan out hitting the first pitch on a line drive to Brett Coker. Two up, two down. In the second inning, here's Blake Jackson, the leadoff man. Power alleys went from 375 to 365. And the field went from all grass to all turf. Two outs here in the second inning. The pitch is a strike on the outside corner, nothing and one. This park opened in the year 2000. They've hosted several regionals and a few super regionals here. Was Rice, of course, a former national champion. There's a ball lined past Jennings in the left field. That's a base hit. Jackson, a sharp single, took it the other way and lined it past Gabe Jennings in the left field. That is hit number three off Sells. And the batter is going to be Dragum, who had a two-run home run in the first inning. Shortstop, number six, Jack Dragum. Dragum in the three-game series in Charlotte earlier was four out of 11 with a pair of doubles and three RBIs. Charlotte won all three of those games. Pitch swung on, hit to short. Coker up, goes to second, out there, force play, and the inning is over. So in the second inning, no runs, a hit, 
and one left. We've completed two innings. It is Charlotte three, Middle Tennessee two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Here's is the place to get your Blue Raider gear. See the selection online at mtsugear.com or go by their Greenland Drive location. Lightning's Locker Room, the official game day provider, powered by textbook brokers. Raiders go back to the top of the batting order in the third inning for J.T. Mabry, Mabry, Coker, and Boyd against right-hander Miles Langhorn. 6-4-2-10, he is a redshirt freshman from Greenwich, Connecticut, and a transfer from Vanderbilt. Mabry struck out in the first inning as the leadoff batter in the game. Checked his swing, but took the pitch for strike one. Nothing in one. Langhorn's delivery, call strike two. 0 oh 2. Check swing and a foul tip. Pitch coming in at 84 miles an hour. It is 0-2 to Mabry. Right-hander delivers outside into the turf. One ball, two strikes. Raiders went down in order in the first inning. See if the top three can Get somebody on here. One and two the count. Maybe he skies it foul down the right side. That's going to be out of play. Close to the Blue Raider bullpen, which is down in the right field corner. One ball, two strikes to JT. Bouncing ball right side. First baseman has it. Long toss to the pitcher covering close, but out is the call at first base. Langhorn was a little tardy getting to the base, and the first baseman, Nolan, had a long underhand toss to make. But Mabry retired. 
First baseman to the pitcher covering. Out number one, here's Brett Coker. Coker grounded out, went after the first pitch in the first inning and grounded to third. Langhorn's delivery, taken for a strike, nothing and one. Coker, three out of seven in the tournament, now three out of eight, counting his first inning at bat. Swings and fouls it back to the screen, and it is 0-2. Park will seat a little bit over 6,000. All chairbacks. And all painted a ballpark green. As a swing and a miss, and went fishing for an outside pitch, came up empty. That's out number two here in the third. The batter is Jeremiah Boyd. He flies to left field in the first inning. Transfer from Presbyterian College over in Clinton, South Carolina. Where he was a member of the Blue Hose. Here's the pitch. Jeremiah looks at a strike on the outside corner. Nothing and one. 295 on the season. Blue Raiders home run leader with 12. And the 0-1 pitch. Ground ball to first. Nolan up with that one. He'll make that play unassisted. And once again, the top three in the order go down in order here in the third inning. Three up and three down. Nothing across. We'll go to the bottom of the third. Charlotte three, Middle Tennessee two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the home half of the third inning. Charlotte leading three to two. They will have Fisher, Cunningham, and Stallman here in the third against James Sells, who had a one-two-three. No, he did not have a one-two-three second inning. He allowed a single, but Got out of the inning with no problem. Fisher walked on a 3-2 count in the first inning. Good to see him up there with nobody on base. 28 home runs this year. Swing and a foul on the first pitch. Nothing in one. He's a left-handed hitter. Out of Knoxville, Tennessee. Also went to... uh, Walter State Community College. 
One strike to count. Swung on, fly ball to right. Snyder going back, warning track, leaps up. Can't get it off the wall. Here comes the throw to second, and not in time. Sliding in there with a double. Cam Fisher. He almost had home run number 29. That ball right in front of the scoreboard on the warning track. Snyder leaped and tried to catch it. Caromed off the wall. That's an eight-foot wall out there. So a leadoff double for Fisher. He's at second base. Hit number four off Sells, and the batter Cunningham takes the pitch outside for ball one. Cunningham bounced out to the pitcher in the first inning. Sells with the pitch, blowing inside. Two balls, no strikes. Raiders do have somebody throwing in the bullpen. It's uh, maybe bullpen day. Here's the pitch. Right in there for a strike, two and one. Raiders did have an open date yesterday after winning on Thursday, so they they had the benefit of one extra day of rest for the pitchers. Here's the two-one, breaking ball in for a strike, two and two. Big, strong, right-handed batter, Jake. Cunningham, the pitch inside, and that hit him on the foot. Cunningham hit by pitch. He'll go down to first base. And with nobody out, Charlotte threatening here in the third. They lead three to two. Here is Stallman. Doubles down the right field line in the first inning. Was left stranded. Sells with the pitch. Over the low, ball one. James has not been getting out in front of the hitters, and that's one thing that's probably cost him. One ball, no strikes. Strike, caught the inside corner, one and one. Right-hander tossing in the Brader bullpen. One ball, one strike. Runners lead at first and second, swing and a miss. One and two the count to Stallman. That was a high fastball. Sells come set, and the one-two pitch hit to left field. Galloway back. He's got room near the fence on the warning track. Makes the catch, and the runners tag, and both will advance. Fisher from second, and Cunningham from first. Now second and third with one out. Ball on the warning track in left field. Caught by Galloway for out number one. But both runners tagged and advanced. And the batter is Butcher. 
Sells got him on three pitches in the first inning. Infield coming in. Pitches a strike on the outside corner, nothing and one. Strikeout here would be very beneficial for the Raider cause. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Swing and a bouncing ball. Coker can't get it off his glove. Throws to first and got him. That ball caromed off Coker's glove. He caught it in midair and threw to first and got Butcher. I didn't think he had any way to get the runner. Fisher, the runner at third, came in to score. Cunningham moves to third. That's that was just an outstanding play by Coker. He had to charge a slow hopper past the mound. Ball hit his glove, went in the air. He caught it in the air and threw to first for the out. So it is now four to two. Butcher will get an RBI. And with two outs, the first pitch hit into left center field and Galloway's right there. He'll make the catch. Route number three is Hobson flies to left. That is all in the third inning, but the 49ers come up with another run. One run on one hit. And a man left. We've completed three full innings. And your total, Charlotte, four runs, four hits, no errors. Middle Tennessee, two runs, two hits, no errors. Four to two, the 49ers lead as we go to the fourth on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. We go to the fourth inning. Raiders trailing four to two. This is our Wendy's inning. Blue Raiders got a hit during this uh, fourth inning. You'll have the chance to win yourself a free Dave's single cheeseburger, courtesy of Wendy's. I think we got you a cheeseburger yesterday on uh, a hit by Luke Benson. Well, that would be Thursday. I keep uh, thinking that the Raiders played yesterday, but they had a day in between games. Here's D.J. Wright, fly to right field in the second inning. First base number 17, D.J. Wright. Homegrown boy. He's a native of Murfreesboro. Played at Blackman High School. The pitch outside ball one. 
Wright had a home run in the win over UTSA on Wednesday. It was his seventh of the year. Swing and a miss. Fooled on the pitch, and it's one ball and one strike. And the 1-1 pitch, low into the turf, and that's back to the backstop, 2-1. and one. For those of you watching the game on ESPN Plus, our friend J.P. Heath, the play-by-play announcer for Rice University, is having the call today on television. Pitch inside, ball 3-3-1. Three, three and one. JP, one of the good guys. 3-1 pitch. Swung on, hit in the air to center field. Cunningham back a couple of steps. Settles under it, and he's got it for out number one. DJ flies to center for the first out. The batter is Jackson Galloway. Left field, number 16. Struck out on three Galloway. pitches in the second inning. They will shift for Galloway and play three infielders to the left of second base. Galloway takes the pitch high for ball one. So there's a lot of hitting room on the right side for Galloway. First baseman Nolan, the only one over there. That one almost hit him all the way to the backstop, and it's 2-0. and Langhorn in his fourth inning. Right-hander delivers, and Galloway takes ball three outside. Funny how these games go. Galloway struck out on three pitches in his first at bat, and now he walks on four pitches in his second at bat. So the Raiders have a base runner here in the fourth. And the batter will be Briggs Rudder. Rudder went deep for his fourth home run of the season in the second inning with nobody on. Time call, the catcher walks out to the mound to have a word with his pitcher. Langhorn. Pitched in the 13-8 loss against La Tech on Wednesday, went an inning, gave up two hits but no runs, had a walk and a strikeout. Now the infielders are coming in, and now the head coach is coming out. Looking down toward his bullpen. He's not signaled, so we don't know if he's going to make a change here or not. Batter's going to be Briggs Rudder, who went deep in the second inning off Langhorn, which I'm sure is concerning their head coach. And they will make a call to the bullpen right here. So Langhorn will not pitch to Rudder here in the fourth inning. 
We'll have a pitching change. We'll take a break, tell you about the new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of state farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. New pitcher in for Rice here in the fourth inning. It is Paxton Thompson, a right-hander junior out of Minnesota. Junior college transfer. Let's see if he's worked any in the previous three games. Nope, this is his first uh, appearance in the tournament. Find you some numbers on him. Paxton Thompson. This is his 20th appearance. He has started four games. Six and two with a 3.88 earned run average in 55 and two-thirds innings. He's given up 48 hits, 24 earned runs. Walked 25, struck out 59, allowed four home runs. Opponents hitting 234 against Thompson. He'll face Briggs Rudder, who hit a solo home run in the second inning. Rudder swings, bounces it slowly to the shortstop. They cannot get the out at second, but the throw to first is in time. Galloway advances to second. That ball hit too slowly to turn a double play. But that is out number two. Rudder thrown out short to first. Galloway into second base with two outs and the batter is Gabe Jennings. Drew a four pitch walk in the second inning. Came around to score on Snyder's triple. Paxton Thompson throws one pitch, gets one out. Charlotte leading four to two, we're in the fourth. Pitch to Jennings, high, ball one. Right-hander comes set and delivers. Pitch low, four ball two. Two balls, no strikes to Gabe Jennings. Six home runs on the year for Gabe. 215 batting average. Two for six in the tournament. Takes the pitch inside, ball three. Gabe has not seen a strike yet. He walked on four pitches in the second inning, and it's 3-0 and right here. Galloway the runner at second with two outs here in the fourth inning. 
Thompson with the pitch. There's a strike, and it's three and one. Jakes steps out, says, so that's what it looks like, a strike. Three and one. Outside ball four, and he's walked for the second straight time. Third walk the Raiders have uh, received. And the batter is Eston Snyder. Tripled into deep left center field in the second inning. Drove in a run, but was left stranded at third. First and second. Two outs here in the fourth inning. Tying runs are on. Thompson with a pitch into the turf, and the runners cannot advance. The throw is back to first, and he almost threw it away. Hobson, the catcher, thought he was going to catch Jennings too far off the bag. That ball into the turf, and both runners had a thought of advancing, but uh, Hobson got to it quickly and tried to and did throw down to first base. He almost threw the ball in the right field. One ball, no strikes to Snyder. The pitch, swing and a miss, one and one. Luke Benson hoping to get an at-bat this inning, swing and a bat in the imaginary on-deck circle. One and one. Thompson glances back at second and delivers. Swing and a miss. One and two. Outfielder's not too deep for Snyder. I guess they don't think he can do it again. Hit one to just to the left of the big batter's eye in left center field for a triple in the second inning. The one, two. Strike three call and the inning is over. Snyder caught looking. That is all in the fourth. Sorry, no cheeseburger today. No runs. No hits. Two men left. And we'll go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Charlotte four, Middle Tennessee two. Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Just past the top of the hour, let's pause uh, 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Blue Raider Baseball. Second baseman, number 14, Austin Knight. 
the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Austin Knight leads it off against James Sells here in the fourth inning. His first pitch grounded to third. Backhand by Jennings. Up and throwing and got him by two steps. Fine play by Gabe Jennings at third as Knight went after the first pitch. And that is out number one here in the fourth. First baseman. 49ers got three runs in the first inning. Raiders got two in the second. Charlotte added a run in the third, and it's four to two. One out, the batter is Spencer Nolan, the first baseman. Lined out to Coker in his first at bat. Bunts and fouls it back. Strike one. Nolan hitting 202 on the season. Had a home run against the Raiders in Charlotte in the three-game series there. Right-handed batter. Takes the pitch outside, one and one. Charlotte won all three of those games by scores of three to two, 14 to five, and five to two. Pitch inside, two balls and a strike to Nolan. He's the number nine hitter. They have a dangerous top of the batting order and uh, they're waiting in the wings. Two balls on a strike. Swing and a miss. Oh, he caught Rudder. That's a foul tip that caught our catcher. And Briggs. Going to be given a few seconds there by the plate umpire. The catchers and the plate umpires have to take care of each other. And Plate umpire certainly did that uh, then. There's a 2-2 pitch from Sells. Strike three call. Nolan caught looking, and that is out number two. Strikeout number two for James Sells. Leadoff batter Blake Jackson has been on base twice. Walked and scored in the first. He singled in the second inning. Left-handed batter. Junior college transfer, Jackson out of Texas, drills one past Jennings in the left field, and he goes the other way again. He starts to go to second, throw back to first, and he is out at first. Jackson took a wide turn around the bag. He was caught halfway between first and second. The throw came in quickly, and the tag applied by D.J. Wright, and I think they're going to challenge that call at first base. That's going to be a single any way you uh, look at it. Hit it sharply past Gabe Jennings. Galloway came up, got it back into the infield quickly. I think it was probably Mabry covering second and threw quickly to right at first. And he was called out going back into the base. But the 49ers are challenging the call. That was a bang-bang play. And you know, not often you see a player sliding into first base, but maybe on a uh, pickoff throw from the pitcher. But Jackson had thoughts of getting two on that, but was caught out in the 
no man's land when the throw came in quickly from Galloway. And the Raiders fired over to first. D.J. Wright put the tag on. Water was called out. And the umpire's going over to take a look at it. Each coach gets two challenges. If they are successful, if the challenge is successful, they get to keep the two challenges. If it is unsuccessful, they will lose that challenge for the rest of the game. Coach Myers out of the dugout looking uh, very intently down there to the right where the umpires are checking the call. Charlotte is leading four to two. We're in the bottom of the fourth inning and that would have been out number three if the call stands. Well, Jackson has been a good leadoff man all season for Charlotte, but today especially he's had a walk and two hits. They're still looking at it. I think they have reached a decision. Out. That is the call, and the challenge fails. So the Raiders will be out of the inning. No runs, one hit, nobody left. We have completed four full innings. Charlotte. For Middle Tennessee 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be True Blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. We go to the fifth inning. The Charlotte challenge on that play, which ended the fourth inning, was not successful. And the Raiders will try to go to work here in the fifth with the leadoff batter, Luke Benson. The number nine hitter is definitely followed by J.T. Mabry and Brad Coker. Luke struck out in the second inning, a left-handed batter, the only left-handed hitter in the Raider. Starting nine, Paxton Thompson starting his second inning, which is outside ball one. Thompson came on with one on and one out in the fourth. Did walk a batter, but got out of the inning, striking out Snyder. One ball, no strikes. Benson takes it outside, ball two. Two and oh. 
Third baseman Stallman playing in on the green turf. As Vincent always, always a threat to bunt the pitch. Taken low for ball three. Three balls, no strikes to Luke. Expect he'll be taking this one. Thompson's pitch, strike, caught the outside corner, three and one. Center fielder Cunningham plays rather shallow, as does the right fielder Fisher. Strike two called at the letters, three and two. Vincent appeared to be taking all the way on that pitch. So it's a full count. Right-hander comes set. And a line drive into left field. That is going to be in for a hit. Short hopped out there by the left fielder. Pretty easy to see when those, uh, those little rubber pellets bounce up in the air that the ball hit the turf. So Benson with a leadoff single here in the fifth. Took it the other way. I think Jackson thought about diving for it, but if that ball had gotten past him, it would have gone all the way to the wall. Here's JT Mabry, 0 for 2. Throw over to first, Vincent is back. Luke, always a threat to run, has 11 stolen bases this season in 15 attempts. Avery struck out in the first, grinded out to the first baseman in the third. Pitch inside, backed him away, ball one. Leadoff man on here in the fifth inning. Raiders trailing four to two. Thompson comes set. Long pause and throws to first. Vincent's back. Center fielder Cunningham backing up a little bit for Mabry, as is the right fielder Fisher. Thompson's pitch taken inside, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Coker waiting to hit next. Two and oh to Mabry. Strike called at the knees, two balls and a strike. Throw to first, again, Benson back. 27th game in the series between Middle Tennessee and Charlotte. And the series is dead even at 13 and 13. But Charlotte's won the last four. Here's the pitch. Oh, it gets past the catcher and Benson's gonna get a free ride to second base. That ball was inside. Benson was faking a steal, but uh, when he saw the ball get past the catcher, he just walked into second base. So that will be a wild pitch. 
And the count three and one to J.T. Mabry. And now we have a runner in scoring position at second base. Swung on and popped up. Foul ground, a lot of room over there near the uh, Charlotte dugout, but it hits the roof of the dugout, bounces away. And the count will go to three and two on JT. Charlotte's won four in a row. I mentioned they uh, won all three games in Charlotte this year. Plus, they beat the Raiders in the first game of the tournament last year. Either the first or second, maybe the second game of the tournament. That's one we won't want to forget. That was that was that 22 to nothing. Terrible game. Three and two to Mabry. Swung on fly ball to right field. Chasing it is Fisher near the warning track. He'll catch it. Benson will tag and go to third. Mabry sent it deep into right field, and Fisher had to go all the way back to the warning track to haul it in. So that is a productive out as that will move Benson up 90 feet. He is at third with one out, and the batter is Coker. He is grounded out and struck out. Charlotte will play the middle infielders back, play the third baseman and first baseman halfway. Swing and a ground ball to short. That's going to get a run in, throw to first base in time. But Coker drives in a run with a ground ball to short. And it's now a 4-3 ball game. So the wild pitch cost Charlotte a run. That moved Vincent to second. From there, he tagged on a fly ball and went to third and scored on the ground out. Bases empty, two outs for Jeremiah Boyd. Swing and a foul at the plate, strike one. Jeremiah has fly to left, grounded to the first baseman, 0 for 2. Looking for his first hit here in the tournament. Four, three, Charlotte leading. We're in the top of the fifth. High ball one, one and one. Base is empty, two outs, and a run in. Thompson's pitch, strike caught the outside corner, one and two. Jeremiah Boyd, the designated hitter, looking at a one-two count. Thompson's pitch. Swung on, grounded hard to third, backhanded by Stallman, long throw in time, and that will retire the side. That is all in the fifth, but the Raiders pick up a run, one run, one hit, and nobody left. Halfway home in this game. We go to the bottom of the fifth, Charlotte four, Middle Tennessee three on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the bottom of the fifth inning, 4-3, Charlotte leading. Another one of our fine sponsors here on the broadcast, Old South Properties, uh, sponsoring the Blue Raider home runs. Old South Properties. Middle Tennessee's favorite home builder and the official home builder of MTSU. Briggs Runner with an Old South Properties home run in the second inning that carried 418 feet out of the ballpark into left center field. Jack Dragum to lead off the fifth inning for Charlotte. Dragum has a two-run homer in the first inning. Out on the fielder's choice in the second, takes a strike call. James Sell starting his fifth inning of work. He's allowed four runs on four hits. Two walks, two strikeouts, one hit batsman. Dragum takes it outside, one and one. Fisher next. Be a good idea to keep Dragum off the bases. Here's the 1-1 pitch, and it swung on and missed. One ball, two strikes. Dragon tried to uppercut that pitch, which was below the knees, and missed it. Here's one and two. Same spot, and he fouls this one over by the Charlotte dugout. Charlotte down the third base side. The home team occupies third base here in the tournament. Visiting team at first. That's where the Raiders have been. One ball, two strikes. Sales with the pitch. Shot to left and a base hit. They just had a problem with the top of their batting order and drag them with a sharp single, his second hit of the game. Right number one, Cam. So this brings up Fisher with a runner on base. Walked and scored in the first, doubled and scored in the third. I think about all you try to do with Fisher is keep the ball in the ballpark. 28 home runs, four here in the tournament. And he has just hit another one. That one is long gone to right field. Three run homer. And it is now a 7-3 ball game.
So the Raiders have not been able to get Fisher out today. Neither have there been other teams. I think I said a three-run homer. That's a two-run homer. It makes it six to three. As Dragum, the leadoff batter, had singled in front of Fisher, and this pitch hits Cunningham on the left arm. Hit by pitch for the second straight at bat. Let's see, that is hit number seven. Runs number five and six off sales, so it's six to three. Cunningham is at first base. No outs, and the batter is Stallman. Has doubled and flied to left. Time called. Rudder will make a trip to the mound. The Raiders have a right-hander in the bullpen. I believe that may be Sato. I think that is Kota Sato. Put the glasses on him. Runner first, nobody out. Stallman, a left-handed batter. Leadoff single by Dragum, two-run homer by Fisher. Now Coach uh, Myers out of the dugout on his way to the mound. And Sato is already coming to the gate looking for the call. And we're going to have the pitching change right now. So it's going to be all for Sells. And the Raiders go to the bullpen. We'll tell you about our new pitcher. We'll take a break here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Ah, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, juicechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Well, the Raiders go to the bullpen with right-hander Kota Sato coming in. He has pitched in every game in this tournament. Went two innings against UTSA. No runs, two hits. Went an inning and two-thirds against Louisiana Tech. Gave up uh, a run on two hits, and now he is in here for the third straight game. 
with a runner at first base, no outs in the fifth inning. He'll face Stallman, a left-handed batter. James Sells goes four innings, plus three batters in the fifth. He's given up six runs, seven hits. Has walked two, struck out two, and hit two batters. Sales was making his first start of the season after being the team's closer for most of the year. So Stallman will step in against Kota Sato. Blue Raider right-hander from Japan. Sophomore, he is a junior college transfer. Runner at first base is Cunningham, who was hit by a pitch. Six feet, 175, a slender right-hander. Delivers, and Stallman swings at the first pitch, fouls it back for strike one. Sato appeared in two games against Charlotte in the regular season. Swing and a fly ball to left. Galloway over near the line, and he's going to make the catch in fair territory. That is out number one here in the fifth inning. Cota went an inning and a third in the first game at Charlotte. Gave up a run on two hits, and in the final game went four on the third innings. Gave up two runs on one hit. So it's not the first time he's seen this bunch. One out, runner at first for Will Butcher. He's the designated hitter. Struck out and grounded out, 0 for 2. Saito with the pitch, swing and a miss. Strike one to Butcher. Charlotte leading six to three. We are in the bottom of the fifth. Just missed outside, one and one. Right-hander comes set and delivers, low and away. Ball two, two and one. One out, runner at first base. We're in the fifth inning. Raiders trailing seven to three. There's a swing and a ground ball foul past third. Count evens up at two and two. Two balls, two strikes to Will Butcher. Designated hitter, the pitch. Swung on, fouled out of fly. Oh, somebody took a tumble over in our dugout. I don't think he got hit, but he 
almost fell down. There's about five steps up to the rail in the dugout. That might have been Sells, who just came out of the game. I believe it was. Count remains two and two, and there's a fly ball to left field that's deep, and that one is out of here. That is a two-run homer. That will make it eight to three. Four runs in the inning. For Butcher, his 10th home run of the season. So one of those runs is charged to Sells. And with one out, the batter is Caden Hobson, the catcher. Left-handed batter. Charlotte leading eight to three in the fifth, the pitch. Outside, ball one. Hobson is grounded out and flied out, 0 for two. Sato with a pitch, check swing, and a strike is called on appeal. One and one. Six two, two hundred pound junior out of California, transfer from Arizona. Hobson, Hobson, H O P S O N, Hobson, the pitch. Just missed outside. Two and one. Saito appearing in his third straight game in the tournament. And the pitch. Low and inside, ball three. Three balls and a strike. Ball four misses outside, and that is a base on balls. That will be the third walk allowed by Blue Raider pitchers. So runner at first with one out. The batter is Austin Knight, the second baseman. He is 0 for 2. Next up for the 49ers, second baseman number 14, Austin Knight. Only four teams remaining in this tournament. The Raiders, Charlotte, Dallas Baptist, Western Kentucky. Swing and a foul at the plate. Strike one tonight. Western won a come from behind game last night against Florida Atlantic. They were down six runs earlier. So it's not impossible to come back. They won nine to seven. Swing and a foul. Back to the screen, nothing and two on Knight. In fact, Western's had two come from behind wins, both against Florida Atlantic in this tournament and won their opening game. That ball skips away and goes all the way to the backstop. And that'll be a wild pitch. Down to second goes Hobson. One ball, two strikes to Austin Knight. 
Runner at second with one out. Another pitcher up and throwing in the Blue Raider bullpen. Sato's pitch didn't mean to swing. Little nubber picked up by Sato. Throws safe at first. The throw pull. The throw was high. Night or White had to jump high to catch it, keep it from going over his head, and the runner apparently beat the throw to first. Coach Myers is out to talk to the umpire. I don't know if he's going to challenge this or not. I think they're going to challenge that call at first. So the question would be, did DJ come down, get that foot back on the base before the runner stepped on first base, Austin Knight? As it is, as it stands now, it's, it'll be an error on the pitcher. Runner on second, <coughs> excuse me, would advance to third in any regard. That was a checked swing by Knight and it just dribbled down the first base line. The pitcher Sato had to come over close to the line, get it, and then he had to try to throw it to avoid hitting the runner. He had to throw it a little high and when DJ went up, jumped up to uh, get it, the runner hit the base at about the same time. <coughs> so we'll await the ruling on the Blue Raider challenge. Of course, it gives whoever's throwing in the bullpen a little extra time to get loose. We are in the fifth inning. Charlotte has scored four in this inning for an eight to three lead. The Raiders have challenged the call at first, which was safe. Sato came in to replace Sells after James gave up a two run homer to Fisher and then hit Cunningham with a pitch. Sato got the first uh, batter he faced out, but then gave up a solo home run to Will Butcher. He walked Hobson. And on a one-two pitch tonight, a check swing and a little dribbler down the first base line, and that play brought on the challenge at first. Taking a very long look at this. If it was a dead heat at first base, which it looked to me like it was, I think the call would go to the runner. Because there would have to be overwhelming evidence otherwise. Safe call is upheld. Raiders lose that challenge, so each team has lost a challenge here. So runners will be at first and third. 
And that's going to be an error on Sato on the throw to first. So first and third, one out. The batter is Spencer Nolan, the first baseman. He has lined out and struck out 0 for 2. Raider infield, double play depth. Raiders just trying to get out of this fifth inning. And the bunt, the runner's coming home. They give the ball to Rudder, out at the plate. Oh, nice play by Sato. He actually gloved it and shoveled it with his glove to Rudder, who put the tag on Hobson coming in. So score that pitch, pitcher to catcher, one to two. We're out number two. And Nolan safe on the fielder's choice. Knight advances to second, so two outs. Runners first and second, and now here's Jackson, the leadoff man, and he has been a pest today. Been on base all three times. First pitch to him is outside for ball one. He is also the ninth man to bat here in the fifth inning. Two outs, first and second. Ball two is outside. It is eight to three, Charlotte, and the Raiders just trying to get out of this inning. All three is outside. Probably give him the green light here on three and all. He's been a good hitter in this all the way through this tournament. And the pitch. Strike on the outside corner. Three and one the count. First and second. Two outs. Seto with the pitch. Caught the out the inside corner for a call strike and it's three and two. So with two outs, the runners will be moving three and two. Pitch to Jackson, swing and a miss, struck him out with a high fastball and that's gonna do it here in the fifth, but they send nine men to the plate. Come up with four runs in the inning on one, two, three hits, four runs, three hits. There was also an error and two men left. We've completed five full innings. Charlotte eight, Middle Tennessee three on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled to perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby. The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Eh, good question. 
and the answers changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, juicechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And we go to the sixth inning. Eight to three. Paxton Thompson be starting his third inning of work. For the 49ers, he'll face D.J. Wright. Raider cleanup hitter, Wright, Galloway, and Rudder here in the sixth. First place number 17, D.J. Wright. D.J. is fly to right, fly to center, 0 for 2. Thompson's pitch caught the outside corner, strike one. Raiders have got some coming back to do. They trail 8-3. to three. The one-strike pitch is fouled off to the right side and out of play. 0-2 the count. Outfield a little deeper than they normally have been playing in this game for DJ, who hit one out in the second game of the tournament. Strike called, and he is down on three pitches. That is out number one here in the sixth. First strikeout for Thompson. Number 16, Jackson Galloway. Here's Galloway. Struck out in the second, walked in the fourth. Two fifty hitter on the season. Swung on, hit to left field and deep and the park is not gonna hold that one. That's up on the hill in left field and Galloway on the first pitch drives it out of the ballpark. That's only Jackson's third home run of the season. And he jumped on that first pitch. So it's an eight to four game. Hit number two, run number two off Thompson. And with one out, the batter is Briggs Rudder. Had home run power in the second inning. Takes a strike call. That was a 418-foot drive into left center field. Grounded out in the fourth. Strike two called. Nothing in two to Rudder. This guy's throwing strikes, so you might as well flail away. Galloway with a solo home run. Pitch is low and outside, one and two. Eight to four. We're in the sixth. Thompson with the pitch into the turf. Two balls, two strikes.
Right-hander pitches out of the set position, and the pitch is swung on and missed. Rudder down on strikes for out number two. Second strikeout in the inning, third of the game for Thompson. Here's Gabe Jennings, been on base twice with walks. The pitch, taken low for ball one. Would not be surprised to see another pitcher come in to start the sixth inning for the Raiders. Soda had a rough fifth after coming in for Sells. There's a swing and a foul down the left side, one and one. Sells gave up the two-run homer to Fisher and then hit Cunningham with a pitch. Soda came in, got the first batter, but then gave up a home run to Butcher. Two-run homer. Swung on, hit foul down the right side. Plenty of foul ground over there by the Blue Raider dugout. Caught by the first baseman, Nolan. And that's going to be all here in the sixth inning. For the Raiders, for the one Raiders, run, Raiders, one hit. Galloway's home run, run. Nobody, nobody left. Nobody left we'll go to the bottom of the sixth. Charlotte eight, Middle Tennessee four on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Raiders down eight to four. First Division Bank is the proud partner of MTSU Athletics. They are the official strikeout partner this season. Don't strike out on your banking services. First Division Bank providing more power to your business. Right-hander Kota Sato does return for the sixth inning. He'll face Dragum, Fisher, and Cunningham. And this is the meat of the order for Charlotte. Dragum with a two-run homer and a single has scored two. Driven in two. Right-hand hitting shortstop. Sato's pitch to him is in for a strike, nothing in one. There's a ball hit deep to left, and that one is gone. Galloway all the way 
way back to the wall, leaped, and it was over his head and out of the ballpark. That is a solo home run for Dragum, his second of the game. And the second home run that Sato has allowed. So it is now nine to four. And the batter is Fisher. Doesn't get any easier here. Two run homer in the fifth. Double in the third, walked and scored in the first. Takes the first pitch high for ball one. And pitch number two is low, two balls, no strikes. I asked Jeremiah Boyd, our designated hitter, who's also a catcher, how do you pitch to this guy? He says very carefully. Pitches low ball three. And apparently that's what Soda's doing right now. Three balls, no strikes. All four is low and he walks on four pitches. The batter is Cunningham. He's twice been hit by a pitch and has bounced out to the mound. A runner at first, nobody out. Sota out of the stretch. Pitch is hit into right center field and deep. Benson on a long run. Slides, can't get it, it's gonna go to the wall. Snyder over to pick it up, gets it back in. They'll hold him at second and third. And that's going to be a double for Cunningham. Benson made a valiant effort to catch the ball, dove for it, it just eluded his glove and rolled all the way to the fence. Snyder was backing up, got the ball in quickly. So a double for Cunningham. Hit number three off Sato, and I think that's going to be all for him as Coach Myers on his way to the mound. He's had a pitcher throwing down there. And we will have a pitcher coming in. So we'll take a break here on the pitching change and back with more Blue Raider baseball after this from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference, and go Blue Raiders. 
The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. New picture for the Blue Raiders will be Baranek, Bryant. Be making his first appearance in this tournament. Give you some numbers on him here in just a second. Freshman. Bryant Baranek out of Spring Hill and pitched for Columbia Academy. Bryant will be making his 17th appearance, started five games, has not started recently though. One and three with an 8.31. Earned run average, 39 innings. He's allowed 48 hits, 36 earned runs. Walked 16, struck out 28. Opponents hitting 302. Has allowed 11 home runs. And he'll face Stallman, the third baseman. First pitch to him, low for ball one. Nine to four. Runners second and third with no outs here in the sixth inning. Swung on, driven into right center for a base hit. One run will score. Two runs will score. The throw coming into second and sliding in there with a double is Stallman. And it's now 11 to four. Fisher scored as did Cunningham from second. Stallman gets a two RBI double. So both those runs will be charged to Sato. And the batter, Butcher, takes the first pitch for a strike, nothing in one. Right-hander Baranek with the pitch. Driven into right field, that one is gonna get down. Fielded on the hop by Snyder. He'll make the throw to the plate. They're gonna they had the runner off third, and I don't think D.J. Wright realized it. That runner was halfway down the line. Could have gotten him at third. Maybe lack of communication there. So first and third with nobody out. Batter is Hobson, the catcher. Raiders middle infielders will play double play depth. In fact, all three infielders, with the exception of Wright, who's holding the runner. Baranek with the pitch. Missed outside, ball one. Hobson has bounced out, flied out, and walked. Swung on, fouled out of play. One and one. Well, if you're going to get any outs against this team, this is the part of the lineup to try and get them. 
because those first four or five are tough outs. One ball, one strike to Hobson. Outside, ball two. Two and one. Charlotte, four runs in the fifth, three here in the sixth, and they lead 11 to four. Two balls and a strike. Baranek with the pitch. Line drive. Coker has it. I dropped it. We'll go to second and get a force. No, safe at second. Line drive. Coker had to leave his feet to try and catch it. Thought he had it, but it popped out of his glove. And another run will score. Stallman comes in to score. I think they're giving him a hit on that. First and second, nobody out. Now it's 12 to four. Swing and a foul, this is Knight. Nothing in one. Even after he lost control of the ball, Coker had a chance to get the runner at second, but he got in there ahead of the throw. Swung on, hit high in the air in the right center. Benson back near the warning track has got it. The runner at second will tag and go to third. So Knight retired on a deep fly to right center for the first out. First and third now with one out. First baseman number 23, Spencer Nolan. Here's Nolan, 0 for 3. 12 runs, 13 hits for the 49ers. Four runs, four hits for the Raiders. Here's Baranek with the pitch, butted. Runners coming home, they'll throw to the plate and he's gonna be out. That's the second time Charlotte's tried to bunt in a run and the second time the Raiders have foiled them at the plate. Butcher retired pitcher to the catcher one to two second put out we've had like that today second out that Nolan, number eight, who was the uh, the other player uh, same player tried to bunt that run in in the fifth inning and the same thing same result first and second now with two outs and drag him fouls one off his foot Strike one. Or Jackson, rather, the leadoff batter. Drag him is next. Raiders finally got Jackson out in the fifth inning when Sato struck him out to end the inning. One strike to Jackson. They give him a little time. He fouled that ball off his foot. Twelve to four, Charlotte leading. Two outs here in the sixth. Second straight inning, they batted around. Jackson made the last out in the fifth. Strike two called. Nothing in two. And that 
Pitch gets past Rudder and goes to the backstop. So the runners advance to second and third. And a one ball, two strike count now to Jackson. I'm gonna put that down as a wild pitch. One and two the count to the left-handed hitter. Swing and a foul over by the Raider dugout. Count holes at one and two. Got two pitchers throwing in the bullpen. Veranic ready to work. And the pitch. Strike three called, and the inning is over. They get Jackson on strikes for the second straight inning as the number nine hitter. But in the sixth, three runs. Five hits, three runs, five hits, and two men left. All right, let's give you some totals after six innings. Charlotte, 12 runs, 13 hits, no errors. The Raiders, four runs, four hits, one error. 12 to four Charlotte as we go to the seventh on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Well, you go to the seventh inning. 14, oh, I'm sorry, 12 to 4. Charlotte leading. They got three in the first, one in the third, picked up four in the fifth, and three in the sixth. When these two teams played in Charlotte, there were two very competitive games, which the Raiders lost three to two and five to two. The other game was a 14 to five Charlotte win. Eston Snyder leads off the seventh inning. And Thompson's pitched to him outside for ball one. Snyder. Tripled in the second, drove in a run, struck out in the fourth. Thompson's pitch, a strike called, and it's one and one. Snyder, Benson, and JT Mabry scheduled hit here in the seventh. Thompson's pitch, 
Swing and a miss. It's one and two. Thompson is, uh, has been in there since, came in with one out in the fourth inning. So only he's given up two runs on two hits. Pitches outside, ball two. Two and two to Snyder. Paxton Thompson, right-hander. With the 2-2, grounded foul past third. Count holes at two and two. Got a few clouds build up since we started the game and I know the temperature is gone. I'll check that for you in a second. The pitch. Swung on, hit high in the air into shallow left field. Shortstop going back. Dragum will take it for out number one. One down in the seventh. Center fielder number seven, Luke Vincent. Former Blue Raider Tony Kessinger listening down in Melbourne, Florida. Good to hear from you, Tony. Strike call to Luke Vincent after a sneeze, which I hope you didn't hear. One out in the seventh inning. Temperature now up to 83 here. And there's a strike called on a check swing. Nothing in two. One out in the seventh. Thompson's pitch. Strike three call. Looked a little bit inside, but Vincent called out, and that is out number two. Strikeout number four for Thompson. Second baseman, number 11, J.T. Mabry. Here's J.T. Mabry, 0 for 3. First three hitters in the Blue Raider lineup combined 0 for 9 today. J.T. smacks it foul past third, strike one. Second game today, Dallas Baptist and Western Kentucky. The same scenario, Dallas Baptist undefeated. Western needs to win to stay alive. The pitch swung on, driven into left field. It will be caught out there by Jackson for out number three. Three up, three down in the seventh. Nothing across for the Raiders. Seventh inning stretch time here. Charlotte leading 12 to four on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. 
Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Shortstop, number six, Jack Dragum. We go to the bottom of the seventh inning. Jack Dragum will lead it off for Charlotte, just as he did in the fifth inning when he hit a solo. In the sixth inning, rather, when he hit a solo home run. First pitch to him from Baranek is a strike called. So Charlotte batted around in the fifth, batted around in the sixth. Jackson made the last out in both of those innings. And Dragum gets to lead off again. There's a ball outside. One and one to count. Fisher next and then Cunningham. Ball two. Bit inside. Two balls and a strike. Charlotte finished the season at 30 and 26, and they were 17 and 12 in the league, third seed in the tournament. The pitch, foul to the screen, two and two. And they're on their way to their fifth straight win over Middle Tennessee. Two balls, two strikes to Jack Dragum. Reached, but held his swing. Ball three was outside. Full count. Dragum with two home runs in the game. Fouls this one away, and it's still three and two. Four is, nope, call strike three. <laughs> Dragum cannot understand that call. Uh, they, the plate umpire may have said he, he went on the pitch. And plate umpire gave him a long look as he walked back to the dugout. That's out number one here in the seventh. Strikeout number one for Baranek. Pitch to Fisher, low for ball one. Well, let's see if we can keep Fisher off the bases. He is two for two with two walks and four runs scored today. Strike called, it's one and one. How can a fellow Tennessean do that to you? 
Fisher uh, out of Knoxville. A little tap off his foot foul. Count will go to one and two. Cam Fisher, sophomore, hit his 29th home run of the season in the fifth inning with a man on. One ball, two strikes. They give Fisher a little time as the ball foul it was fouled off his lower leg or his foot. Now he's standing in. One and two the count. And the pitch. Bit low for ball two. Raiders with three infielders on the right side of second base. Mabry a few steps back into right field. And the pitch. Swing and a foul. Count holds at two balls and two strikes. Charlotte leading 12 to four. We're in the bottom of the seventh inning. Now the uh, head coach and the trainer are gonna come out and check with Fisher. Previous pitch, he fouled that ball off either his foot or his leg. He's wearing a little leg guard on his right leg. They don't want to take any chances with this guy. Fisher walking around. The trainer and the uh, coach Robert Woodard still out there with him and the home plate umpire is giving them time to Decide if Fisher's going to stay in the game or not. Apparently he will. Two balls, two strikes. Baranek with the 2-2 pitch. Foul back this way. Grandstand roof. Count holes at two and two. Right-hander delivers, missed outside. Ball three. He went three and two with Dragum, struck him out. And now he's three and two with Fisher. Ball four is inside. Fisher reaches for the fifth time in the game. Three walks, a double, and a home run. Center fielder, number 33, Jake Cunningham. Cunningham now had a double back in the sixth inning. Has been hit by pitch twice and has hit back to the mound. So officially one for two. Swings, grounds it to third, backhanded by Jennings to second out there and no throw to first. So they get the force at second. Nice play by Gabe Jennings. 
on a backhand stop. Cunningham reaches on the fielder's choice. Two outs, and the batter is Stallman. Two doubles and four trips. Well, this left-handed hitter. 19, Brandon Stallman. Fisher was retired in second, so Cunningham the runner at first, and a strike call to Stallman, nothing in one. Baranek with the pitch, ground ball to second. Mabry up and over to first in time, and that's gonna do it in the seventh. Stallman grounds out, second to first. In the inning, no runs. There were no hits and a man left. And we have completed seven full innings. It is Charlotte 12, Middle Tennessee 4 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we take this game into the eighth inning with the Raiders trailing 12 to 4. Right hander Paxton Thompson has gone three and two thirds since coming in in the fourth inning. Has allowed two runs and two hits, but uh, Raiders haven't been able to do that much with him. Here's Brett Coker to lead off the eighth inning. Coker's grounded out twice and struck out. His ground ball in the fifth did drive in a run. Coker check swing and a strike call, nothing in one. There's the ball outside, one and one. Dallas Baptist, Western Kentucky next. Uh, that game scheduled for 12:30 start. The one-one swung on and grounded foul in front of the Charlotte dugout. One ball, two strikes. Thompson ready with a one-two delivery and it swung on hit to center field. That's a base hit. Went down and took a pitch below the knees out into center field. 
It's only the third hit off Thompson and the fifth hit in the game for the Raiders. And here's Jeremiah. Has flied out and grounded out twice. Randy Lee, the Western broadcaster, sitting alongside. We may get you on the air on time. 12.30 is the scheduled time, but we may have a pitching change here. Coach Woodard is out of the dugout. I think we're going to have another pitcher coming in. Has not made the official signal yet, but that pitcher's walking this way. And now he will come into the game. We'll take a break. New pitcher coming in and back with more on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. So pitching change here in the eighth inning for Charlotte. New pitcher is a right-hander, Aubrey Gillentine. 6'3", 233, a senior from Amory, Mississippi, and a transfer from Southern Miss. Give you some numbers on him. I find him here. Eleventh appearance for Gillentine, one and one with a 7.36 earned run average. He's only pitched seven and a third innings this season, given up 11 hits, six runs, two walks, eight strikeouts. He's also given up two home runs and opponents hitting 3.67 off Gillentine. And as mentioned, a senior. So he'll face Jeremiah Boyd with Coker at first base and nobody out. Paxton Thompson goes three and two-thirds innings. We'll give you his totals here in a second. First pitch to Boyd is inside, ball one. Thompson. He's given up two runs on three hits. Walked one, struck out four, threw one wild pitch, and boy, it swings and misses at the next delivery. One and one the count. Paxton uh, did a great job coming in, holding the Raiders at bay as Charlotte piled up runs in the middle innings. They lead 12 to four. (laughs) 
Swing and a miss. Strike two. One and two on Jeremiah Boyd. Brett Coker, runner at first with no outs here in the eighth inning. Right-hander delivers and popped up. Shallow center field. Who wants it? Second baseman Knight is back there. He'll take it for out number one. One down in the eighth. Here's D.J. Wright. If this score holds, the Raiders and Charlotte would play a second game this afternoon at 4 o'clock. This will be the scheduled starting time. DJ is 0 for 3. Two flyouts and a strikeout. And a ball driven into right center field. Nobody's going to get that one. It's off the fence. Coker's rounding third, headed for the plate. The throw coming in is going to be not in time. Coker sliding in there as DJ Wright doubles to the wall in right center. And that will make it a 12 to 5 game. DJ delivers a run score double. That run charged to Thompson. And here's Galloway. Jackson takes the pitch outside, ball one. Galloway with a solo home run in the sixth. the runner at second and the pitch outside ball two two and oh to Galloway one out here in the eighth it is 12 to five they play Galloway as a pull hitter to left with three infielders to the left side of second base Galloway check swing and a foul over by the Blue Raider dugout. Two and one. That home run by Galloway in the sixth inning was his first hit in the tournament. He'd been 0 for 8, 0 for 9 before that. And the pitch. Laid it right in there for a strike. Off-speed pitch, two and two. Gillotine with the 2-2 pitch. Struck him out swinging. Ball gets away from the catcher. He'll throw to first for the out. So get the catcher an assist on that. Strike out. And on the play, D.J. Wright moves over to third. Catcher number two outs. The batter is Briggs Rudder. Solo home run in the second inning. Since then, a ground out and a strikeout. 
We're in the eighth inning. Raiders trailing 12 to 5. Here's the pitch. Rudder takes the strike call, nothing and one. Gillentine with the pitch over but low, ball one, one wall, one strike to Rudder. Rudder's home run in the second, his second of the tournament, fourth of the year. Guess he saved the best for last. One ball, one strike. Check swing and a strike on appeal, one and two. Right-hander comes set. The one-two pitch. Swung on and miss. Strike three. That is all in the eighth. One run, two hits, one left. Two hits, no errors, and one left on base. We will go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Charlotte 12, Middle Tennessee 5 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Bryant Baranek on the mound, getting ready to start his second inning of work. to be his third inning or he came in in the sixth. DH number 21. It's going to be a pinch hitter. 21, Eli Wisner will bat in the DH spot here for Butcher. Takes the first pitch low for ball one. A senior out of Virginia. Weissner, right-handed hitter, slices this one foul to the right, one and one.
Swinging a foul straight back. One and two. Butcher, the starting DH, was two for four with a home run and a single. Weiser started nine games this season. Sitting 145 and a grounder to short. Coker up and throwing and got him at first. One out in the eighth. The batter will be Caden Hobson. Catcher number nine, Caden Hobson. As a single in three trips plus a walk. Left-handed batter. One out in the eighth inning. Looking ahead to the ninth, the Raiders will have the bottom three in the order coming up. There is a strike call to Hobson, nothing and one. Freshman Bryant Baranek closing it out for the Raiders. Strike call on a letter high pitch and it's 0-2. Swung on, fly ball right field. Snyder hardly has to move. He's under it and takes it for out number two. Two down in the eighth. Better is the second baseman, Knight. Second baseman, number 14, for four today. Knight. Has reached one time on an error. That was that disputed play at first base where he hit a little dribbler. Pitcher Soda. Fielded it, but threw high to first, right. Had to jump up to make the catch, and he's just single to left for his first hit. Anyway, the Raiders challenged the call, but it was overturned. Or it was not allowed. The, the original call stood. So Knight with the base hit, fourth hit off Baranek, and the batter is Spencer Nolan. Number nine hitter. Two outs and a runner at first. Strike call, nothing and one. Nolan has twice bunted in this game with a runner at third, and both times the runner's been thrown out at the plate. Pitch came in just a bit high. Ball one, one and one. Swing and a foul straight back. One and two. First baseman Nolan is a freshman from Wilmington, North Carolina. He's 6'5", a slender 190. Runner goes, swing and a miss, and the inning is over. Nolan strikes out. No runs, one hit, one left. We go to the ninth inning. Charlotte 12, Middle Tennessee 5 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Go to the ninth inning, last chance for the Raiders in this game as they trail 12-5. Bottom third of the order, Jennings, Snyder, and Vincent scheduled to hit. Gabe Jennings has walked twice and fouled out. He's 0 for 1 officially. He stands in there from the right side. Against the third Charlotte pitcher, Aubrey Gillentine. Gillentine came in in the eighth inning, allowed a run scoring double by D.J. Wright. There's the pitch outside, ball one. Right, Andrew comes set, and the pitch. Low and away, ball two to Jennings. Five runs and six hits for the Raiders today. 12 runs, 14 hits for the 49ers. Jennings takes ball three outside. Gabe has walked twice and Three and oh, here. Take it all away. Call strike three and one. Second game today Dallas Baptist and Western Kentucky. Here's the three one. Strike two call, full count. Three two pitch coming. Swung on, fouled out of play. Count holes at three and two. Western Kentucky in the same situation as Charlotte coming into their game. They have law, have one loss. Dallas Baptist has no losses. Check swing, ball four. Jennings will draw a base on balls 
and it's the third walk that uh, he's earned today. He's at first base for Eston Snyder. Next up the Blue Raiders. Right over number nine, Eston Snyder. Triple in the second inning, drove in a run. He has struck out and popped out since. Dylan tied with the pitch, swung on and hit high in the air into shallow left field. The shortstop Dragum is back. He's got it for out number one. One down in the ninth. And the batter is Luke Benson. Has a single and three trips. Struck out twice, singled in between. Jennings at first. One out, the pitch. Low and inside, ball one. Two is high to Luke Vincent. Two balls, no strikes. Right-hander comes set, and the pitch is high. Ball three. Three and oh. Vincent will be taking one here, more than likely. JT Mabry waiting to hit next. And the pitch. Strike call, three and one. Jennings, who walked on a 3-2 count, is the runner at first with one out. Pitches outside. Whoops, called a strike. That pitch looked to be high and outside, but called strike two. Well, it's getting late. Three and two. Runner goes, ground ball, slowly hit. They're gonna have trouble getting him, he's safe. That's an infield hit for Benson. Second baseman Knight charged. And you could tell when that, that ball left the bat, it was gonna be trouble. So it'll be an infield hit for Luke. Jennings down to second and with one out, the batter will be JT Mabry. Knight, the second baseman, slow to get up after that play, but he's back at his position now. Mabry looking for his first hit. He is 0 for 4. He's flat out twice, grounded out, and struck out. First and second, one out. In the ninth, the pitch. Outside, ball one.
Jennings at second, Benson at first. Swing and a miss, swinging late on that pitch. One ball, one strike. Here's the pitch. Strike two, and at the knees, and it's one and two. Gillen time, the right-hander comes set. Maybrief fouls it in front of the Charlotte dugout. Count holes at one ball, two strikes to J.T. Maybrief. The Raiders' second baseman. Ryder is ready, and the pitch, check swing. On appeal, it's called ball two. Two and two. Right-hander comes set. And the 2-2 pitch. Swung on, hit into left field, charging, and caught there by Jackson, the left fielder, with a sliding catch on a low sinking line drive. That is out number two, and the Raiders down to their final out. Here's Coker, has a single in four trips. Twelve to five, we are in the ninth with two outs. Runners first and second. Coker takes a strike, nothing in one. Very seldom used right-hander, Gillentine trying to close it out here. The pitch. Swing and a miss, and it's 0-2, and now you're down to your last strike. Jennings, who walked, is at second. Vincent, who's got an infield hit, the runner at first. Ground ball past the third baseman in the left field. They'll hold the bases loaded. Coker, sharp single to left, past third baseman. Stallman. Hit number two off Gillentine, and the batter is Jeremiah Boyd. Looking for his first hit today, 0 for 4. Back to Jeremiah is 0 for 12 in the tournament. Might say he's due. Swing and a miss, strike one. Come on, 
Bases loaded, two outs in the ninth. Right-hander comes set. Swung on, hit to left field, deep, and that ball is gone. Jeremiah Boyd, a grand slam down the left field line. <laughs> that will make it 12 to nine. With two outs and the batter will be DJ Wright. I interviewed, D I interviewed uh, Jeremiah before the game. Tell you a little bit about that in a second. 13th home run of the season. Make it a 12 to nine score. Now we have a uh, head coach coming out. Grand slam for Jeremiah Boyd. Before the first game of the tournament, you'll like this, Randy. Before the first game of the tournament, I interviewed DJ Wright. He goes deep in game one. Before the second game, I interviewed Briggs Rudder, the catcher. He goes deep in game two. So I asked DJ, I said, DJ, who do I need to talk to before this game? Before the game? He said, talk to DB. So he's, he's in a little bit of a slump right now. Hadn't had a hit in the tournament. So I talked to Jeremiah before the game. I said, you know the pressure's on because both of the pregame interviews have hit home runs. <laughs> and sure enough, he comes through in the uh, in the ninth inning. How about that? Well, I love the story, Dick, because you've achieved a lot of awards in your lifetime, Tennessee Hall of Famer, but this is probably your biggest achievement to our industry. No longer will people say there's a broadcaster's jinx. I've heard that forever. You have now ended that forever. Thank you, Dick. Yeah, thank you, Randy. I, you know, I was I was trying to get Jeremiah up in this last inning and give him one more shot. And he hit it out of the ballpark. <laughs> it is 12 to 9, and we got a new pitcher coming in. Oh. Attention, fans. Now pitching for Charlotte, number 55, Donye Evans. Donye Evans. He uh, pitched uh, in their previous game. Yesterday, I think he also pitched in the first game, won an inning in the first game, pitched to just one batter yesterday, I believe. So Evans will come on. Two outs. Raiders have scored four here in the ninth inning, and it is 12 to 9. The batter will be DJ Wright. So Gillentine gives up the Grand slam home run to Jeremiah Boyd. He goes an inning and two thirds. And Evans is on now, big tall right hander, 6'6, 220 out of Decatur, Georgia. Number 17, DJ Wright. And he, like uh, Thompson earlier, is a transfer from Vanderbilt. Strike call to D.J. Wright, nothing and one. So the Raiders still alive here. Two outs in the ninth, trailing 12 to nine. 
Swing and a miss, and it's 0 2. Jeremiah Boyd's grand slam cuts into this Charlotte lead. Here's the 0 2. Strike three called, and the ball game is over. Evans throws three pitches, gets the out, and Charlotte wins by a score of 12 to 9. Stay with us. We'll wrap it up for you on our post-game show coming your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. Is that the sound of an ooey-gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously, but as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. The Blue Raiders are winners in the classroom, on the field, and the courts. Richard Lewis here. I want you to win in real estate also. Buying, selling, auction here in Tennessee, or along the Gulf Coast, a second home, or investing. Give me a call to help start that winning process. 615-319-9981. Oh, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Richard Lewis, Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
You're listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go to the stadium. Here's Dick Palmer. Thank you. Welcome into our postgame show as Charlotte forces an elimination game. They win 12-9 over the Blue Raiders and will force a deciding game at 4 o'clock this afternoon. The winner will go to the championship game tomorrow. Final totals unofficially for Charlotte, 12 runs, 14 hits, no errors. And for Middle Tennessee, 9 runs, 9 hits, and 1 error. Winning pitcher is going to be Thompson, and the losing pitcher will be James Sells, now 6-5. and five. No save in the game. Charlotte got off to a 3-0 lead in the first inning. Raiders cut it to 3-2 with two in the second. Charlotte a run in the third, made it a 4-2 game. It continued that way till the fifth when the Raiders scored to make it 4-3. But then the fifth and the sixth were disastrous for Middle Tennessee, giving up four runs in each inning as they went up 12-4. The Raiders picked up a run in the eighth to make it 12-5, and then Jeremiah Boyd with a grand slam home run in the ninth made it 12-9, and that was your final score. The Raiders go to one under 500 on the season at 27-28. Charlotte improves to 32-26. These same two teams at 4 o'clock this afternoon, and... That will be an elimination game. The winner will play for the championship on Sunday. Western Kentucky and Dallas Baptist coming up next as uh, the Raiders will uh, take a break, come back for another game, 4 o'clock this afternoon. Thanks to all of you for joining us today. We'll uh, bid you farewell for a short period of time. Back with you. Our pregame show should be about 3.45 on the same Blue Raider Network station. Until then, Dick Palmer from Houston, and you've been listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball from Learfield. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network. We now return to regular programming on News Radio WGNS.